one Charlie. Mark, one Charlie. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. T minus 37 seconds. The fight is growing. E equals MC. That all men are created equal. About the future innovations. And growing strength in the air. Ignition sequence. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. And welcome to Finding Your Frequency. I am Jeff Spinard. I am your host. I am also the CEO and president of World Talk Radio, home to the Voice America Talk Radio and TV networks. Joining me, of course, my 13-year colleague, 18-year veteran, and Vice President of Broadcast Operations, Mr. Ryan Treasure. Ryan. Hey, what's going on, Jeff? How's everything going today? Things are going good, man. Good to have you back. Yes, I'm glad and excited to be back in the studio after our mm-hmm. uh, live event that we went out Your and did excursion. in Vegas. Yeah, we've been out uh, doing excursions all over the country, <laughs> it seems like, this year. And, you know, really uh, pumping the Voice America brand and supporting mm-hmm. our hosts in, uh, you know, many efforts with uh, different live events under uh, lots of genres. It's been yeah, great. Yeah, I bet I was actually paying attention to the uh, live events page. Uh for those of you who don't know about it, go to voicemarket.com, click on the live events link right up top. Uh, there's so much content up there that will teach you all about digital <laughs> space, uh, finances. We've I've counted up. We did nine live events in like the last uh, eight, nine months. Wow. It's just, it's incredible. And of course, you know, they're, they're coming at us at rapid fire. And uh, I'll give credit to Mr. Robert Chilino. Yeah, he's been on fire with uh, connecting with yeah. the hosts and really digging in with some of the event uh, coordinators and providers and finding the right ones, too, which I yeah. thought was really cool because, you know, um, especially in our space with media and, uh, you know, everything that we do on the digital front and then being able to go and use digital media to promote, you know, digital content and, you know, all that. Right. It's, it's a big awesome. circle, man. Yeah. It's all coming back to digital. Everything's starting to revolve around the, the digital world. The Convergence of media, entertainment, and technology. Boom. There it is. So last week, we had a very entertaining show. Uh, We had the celebrity pizza guy. Forget about it. Forget about it. (laughs) And uh, Penny Latham, of course, his sidekick and partner in crime. Uh, We also had John Miller from FCC Free Radio. John was a, uh, a, an excellent guest as well. Yeah, and you know, always got some skills. I connected with him on Facebook after the show and stuff, and so now I've been kind of seeing some of his news feed and some of the stuff that he's doing uh, over at FCC and their photos and stuff. Yeah, they look yeah. like uh, they're having a lot of fun over there at yeah. FCC Free. Yeah, I get I get to go uh, visit uh, John's site more often, but uh, you know, when I get a chance, I do like to pop over. Yeah, it's good stuff. You're coming back from an event in Las Vegas. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that. Um, yeah, so the event was a- AICPA Engage 2017, and um, I think I mentioned this on the last show that uh, it was a bunch of CPAs, mm. uh, and so I kind of was under the impression like it might be a little boring. A little snoozer. It was not. It that's, was absolutely, it was thing. amazing. We had uh, really good uh, thought leaderships by our host who host Let's Get Radical with uh, Liz Gold and Jody Paydar. Uh, Liz is a marketing expert, and Jody is a uh, an expert in CPA and tax, mm-hmm. uh, and so we did a lot of interviews wrapped around. Around, uh, all of the different technologies that are converging together with paperless distribution and mm-hmm. you know leveraging blockchain and IOT and all these different things for audits and it was it was super cool guys go check it out we have an AICPA page up on Voice America just type in AICP 
EPA into the search bar, and it'll bring up the search result and go right to the page. Yeah, there's so, so much cool things happening with, you know, uh, what did you say? A blo- uh, blockchain. A- yeah. Blockchain. Uh, AI, VR, all of this that's coming out and that people are utilizing for parts of the business that you wouldn't even think of. Uh, but, you know, this whole network of uh, digital uh, uh, momentum is just incredible. And all the stuff that's being used nowadays, you know, it changing the world very quick. I know you and I were talking about blockchain and like how it relates to, you know, the example that we were using when we were talking about it was like an apple in an orchard right. and where it goes from one place to the other. And it was just like tracking it from yeah. where it grew up to where it ended up. So yeah, and then having all of that kind of public and available for, you know, the end user to kind of know, you know, having transparency around all of that. Right. And, you know, if you guys, uh, it's, it's we, blockchain in and of itself would be its own show yeah. to talk about that. And I think maybe that might be a, a good topic topic that for us to bring on an expert well, yes. in, in blockchain. Yeah. And I, I know the expert and you know the expert as well. <laughs> and uh, we'll bring on the blockchain guy from SAP. We'll do it up. We'll do it up. <laughs> That'll be yes, good. Yes. In fact, uh, is it the same guy I'm thinking yeah, of? Yeah, that or? we met at Sapphire. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, him. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, I was thinking we have to have another one, another guy on our show too. Oh, yeah. Brad. Brad. Who yes. Wrote yeah. the book, right? Yeah. I, I sent uh, I sent our CFO off with that book when he was traveling uh, on his vacation. He took that book with him. So cool. we'll be able to talk to him about it when he gets back, find out how he liked it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we got a lot of things coming up here. Uh, we've got two great guests coming on today, uh, Mr. Leonard Kim and, of course, John Duffy. Uh, Leonard Kim, you know, has such an incredible background, and I'll tell you a little bit more about that when we come out of break. Uh, and John Duffy as well. He'll be our second guest, so after we talk to Leonard, uh, we'll talk to John, uh, see what's going on. John's in the film producing uh, arena. Uh, Leonard would be a like digital a, specialist. A digital marketing brand yeah, specialist. Exactly. Yeah, that's going to be a, a, a great conversation yeah. with both of those guys, uh, especially finding out um, what John has going on. Because the last time that we met with John, we were at uh, City Summit, City yeah. Gala, that whole extravaganza we did back in February, March-ish. Yeah, February. February, February right. Yeah. Um, and so we got to, I got to sit down with him and talk to him about some of the movies yeah. that he had produced. And so, um, and he's got a new project that he's working on right now. Mm-hmm. So can't wait to kind of drop some nuggets on that 25 one. Twenty five featured films. He's working it. He's working it. I actually went and watched like one of the movies that he produced uh, a couple days after we had gotten back, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't even know that he was involved in that movie. But man, it was amazing, and we'll talk about it with him when he comes when he comes on. Got some good stuff uh, coming up. So uh, what else you been up to? Man, I've just been, you know, working really hard with our uh, our hosts and also um, our internal production staff and uh, working really hard on getting a few things in order as it relates to some technology upgrades and mm-hmm. some kind of things and marketing plan and, you know, all that kind of stuff that you know, uh, we've I been feel, talking about. I feel so sheltered now that I haven't been going on the events, you know. <laughs> I'm going to have to get out just to get out, you know? Right. Yeah, you know, those events are cool, too, because not only are we getting out there and getting our name out, like, we're, I'm learning and you're yeah, learning you and Robert's learning and everybody's learning about you know how other industries are leveraging the newest latest and greatest technology and being able to get a whole other perspective from other industries and how they're leveraging certain technologies really gets the uh, wheels turning in the brain on you know things that we could do here to really uh, exponentially grow listenership in all things voice america which is why i'm excited to get our first guest up and uh, up and going so let's hit a commercial break first and we'll be back with uh, leonard kim yeah guys check us out online facebook.com forward slash voice america of course all over twitter at radio ryan one at jeff spinney two we'll take a quick break we'll be right back after this stay tuned finding a frequency 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you're an influencer, you don't follow the trends, you set them. Voice America influencers are involved in creating change in personal and professional lives, collaborating and driving value to make our lives better. We have world-renowned thought leaders, speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, artists, and some of the most influential voices today. Listen in today to what they have to say. Engage in the conversation. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Answer the call. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. And I'm your co-host, Ryan Treasure. And joining us now, Mr. Leonard Kim. He's He's recognized as a top marketing influencer by Forbes and Brand24, a top digital and youth marketer by Inc. Magazine, and a top personal branding expert by Entrepreneur Magazine and Red Letter Resumes. Adweek recognized him as one of their socially strong entrepreneurs every VC should be following. He specializes in branding and growth strategies for experts and companies looking to win in the digital space. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Leonard Kim. Hi, everyone. So happy to be here. Thanks for having me. You have a fantastic resume. I felt like I could go on for days. Thank you. It's <laughs> took a lot of hard work. Yeah, I would imagine. In fact, you know, speaking of that, uh, why don't you tell us a little, little history of Leonard Kim and you know how you how you get to this level? 
Sure. How far back do you want me to start? From the beginning. <laughs> oh, from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, well, how old are you now? When did this thing start? <laughs> I'm about 32 years old right now. 32 years I guess, young. Yeah, I guess Love my it. whole journey started when I was about 17 to 18. There we go. My mom, she decided to say, hey, Letter, guess what? You're going to pay for this apartment. You're going to pay for this car. You're going to pay for everything. I'm going to Hawaii. Have fun. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> nice, Mom. Uh, Talk like, about trial by gonna, fire. You're going to grow up right now. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I work at Macy's. I sell women's shoes. Oh, that's what, great. what am I going to do? <laughs> that's great, doing the Al Bundy. All right. Exactly. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to pay for all this by working at Macy's, am I? Yeah, if you figured that out, then you. Yeah, so I went asked all my friends. I'm like, how much are you making at your job? How much are you making at your job? And I just went over and over. And one of my friends was like, four grand. I'm like, Four grand, that's enough. <laughs> and I'm like, he was working in car sales, and I had no idea how to sell cars or anything. I'm like, yeah, get me an interview there. So I go in, interview, first two months I'm working there. I'm like eating out of the popcorn machine because it's free. <laughs> like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure this out. And I'm like earning like minimum wage, have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, third month, I finally figure it out. I started doing fairly decently, make around what my friend was making. But in like 2007, when I'm like 23, 21, 22, something like that, I'm like, something you know right, what? Right. I want something more. Yeah, yeah. And I went out there, I tried starting a business, it was in the music industry, it failed horribly, put me into a lot of debt. I had no idea that I could negotiate for buying things like everyone negotiates right. for me for cars. Right, exactly. <laughs> You're a journeyman out there doing it all, I love it. Then I'm like, you know what, this sucks, I'm in a lot of debt, I need to get out of debt. So now it's like 2008, I'm like, hey. My friends were buying Lamborghinis from this real estate thing. Maybe I should hop into that. So I get involved. I line up all these deals. Everything's ready to go. Then Bear Stearns goes down in that fire sale, and the market just crashes, oh. right? Yeah, that was 08. Bad year. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, oh, all those commissions, they're yeah, gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had this thing set. Yeah, it kind of sucked. Yeah. So after that, I'm like, you know, if real estate doesn't work, what's the next big thing everyone does? Investments. Let's go work at an investment fund. Then the investment market crashed. <laughs> Jeez. So after that, I went to go work for a startup. Uh, we did pretty well for a while, but then it just got top heavy. Uh, too many employees and everything, yep. so that fell apart. That happens, then yeah. I went and did like a million side projects just trying to figure out what I was doing in life. Those all didn't work out. So um, I didn't pay my electricity bill for like six months because, you know, I couldn't really figure out what I was doing. <laughs> right, right. I'd rather eat than pay the bill. So, <laughs> so um, the lights shut off. I'm all showering in the dark, avoiding my friends, doing all this crazy stuff. Steal, then stealing electricity from the neighbor. Oh, I stole it from the hallway. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love this story. Been there, done that. You know. <laughs> So I get a microwavable burrito from 7-Eleven. I bring it back home, and I'd be like, wait, I need a microwave. I'm like, wait, there's no lights. <laughs> Walk back so to 7-Eleven. <laughs> Go out to the hall. <laughs> so, so I drag my microwave out into the hallway, plug it in, and charge it. I'm like, oh, yes, I got my meal. <laughs> That's great. That's great. 
So yeah, after, after a while, <laughs> I can't stop laughing. It's, it's, it's funny. I mean, you know, it's, we've, it's, we've all been there, though. Yes, and, and yeah. you're the kind of guy. It's like, okay, I'm gonna find where I'm going, boy. And this journey is, uh, I'm enjoying where we are so far. I know it's a really a great story. Interesting to kind of hear the, you know, how he's he's finding his frequency uh, yeah, right now, right? As he's as going through the story, well, he's found his frequency. We're gonna get to that. Yeah. The next thing you know, I get that eviction notice, and I'm like, oh. Um, I call my mom. I'm like, Mom, you know how you left me to fend for my own? I failed at that, so I'm going to go under a bridge, live under a bridge now. Bye. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my baby. <laughs> so she calls my grandma, and then my grandma shows up out of nowhere and forces me to go live with her for a while. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, got a roof. Cool. First two months, I'm just, like, laying around, like, playing video games, going, I don't really want to do anything. Then she starts yelling at me. She's like, you have to go find a job. You can't just wheel the boots off me. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. Then I'm like, okay, what's scarier? Working or getting yelled at by grandma? Getting yelled at by grandma is the scariest thing ever, right? Exactly, right, right. (laughs) So I'm like, I don't want to do that. Um, So I went on Craigslist. First job that would interview me, I just took it because I didn't want to grab my yell at me. Exactly anymore, right. right. <laughs> Paycheck, I'm in. <laughs> so this company, it's like in this janky little office. Like they don't have any money to do anything. Like I think I got paid like twenty three hundred dollars total for being there for like six to nine months. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't care. I just don't want to get yelled at. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hundred and twelve dollars a week or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Grandma, look, I have a check. <laughs> you can have exactly. It. Just don't yell at me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was. And it got to the point where I'm like, you know what? I can't do this forever. So I reached out to a few friends. One of them was like, Hey, you can live on my sofa for a hundred bucks a month. I'm like, This is great. Yeah. I can turn my whole life around if I go back to LA and live on the sofa, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> a week? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I do that. And after a while, I ask my friend for a job. She gets me an entry level position at American Honda. And I'm like, okay, things are going to be good. Let me go out there and try doing something big again so I can get my life back on track, pay off all this debt and everything. So all these little side projects I work on just fail over and over and over. Nothing works. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't have any clue what I'm doing with my life. So I kind of gave up and I wrote my ex a letter. I'm like, hey, um, goodbye. Oh, God, <laughs> I'm not going to be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so she calls me. She forces me to be with her, picks me up and starts yelling at me, calls me selfish, ridiculous and all these other things. And I'm like, oh. You know what? Maybe I am selfish. Maybe I should like sit on this decision. Then, like after that conversation, a few months later, I go out with a few friends. I drink a little too much. I don't realize that I left my keys for my apartment, or my roommate gave me the keys to the front door because I lost them earlier that day. Right. So I go and I hop over the fence, and I land wrong, so I break my ankle. Oh. And now I have like three months to think about my life and what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, we got time to think, right? Well, and, you know, we we are all glad that you had that time to think. By the way, <laughs> it was a really nice time to reflect. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a firm believer that like where you are today is exactly where you're supposed to be. And in that moment, I'm like, I'm supposed to be here because of all the stupid decisions I made. <laughs> right. So I went through like trial and error and thought back on my uh, process for all the decisions that led me here. And I'm like, oh, 
maybe I was selfish, like what my ex told me. Maybe I am stupid. Maybe I'm this and this and this. So I start piecing it all together, and I go deeper and deeper, and I go back to how my grandfather raised me. I'm like, whoa. You know, everyone loved my grandfather. They mm-hmm. all like looked at him with that twinkle in their eye. Yeah. He helped out everywhere he could. Big cafeteria. Yeah, and he was this great guy, and I was like this douche. And I'm just sitting here going, "What? What happened to me?" <laughs> <laughs> I fell far from the tree. <laughs> exactly, and I was like, you know what? I got to live my life in the exact same way my grandfather did because he lived his life with like love and giving and here I'm thinking about three people, me, myself and I. Right. So I was like, you know what? I got to give back to the world. But I thought about it for a moment and I looked at my resume and it was like full of broken dreams and failures and I was like, hmm, I don't have anything to really give back. Then I thought back on when a friend told me, hey Leonard, you know, no one's absolutely useless. You can always serve as a bad example. And I thought about that for a moment. I was like, whoa, wait, I'm that bad example. I can tell everyone like what I did in my life so they could avoid those mistakes. But I didn't really know how I was going to do it. Was I going to go on video? No, I was going to write because, you know, it's easier to write. I had a little Blackberry I could use because I couldn't afford an iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) So I just like on the bus ride to work, I'd be like typing up an article or two at work. I'd be writing some more. On the way home, I'd be writing some more. Then within like six months of writing, I ended up with like two million reads on my content. I was like, whoa, this is kind of crazy. Yeah. At that point, I realized I needed to like make a website, go out there and figure out my brand. And in the process, like 18 months into my writing, I had like 10 million reads, 20,000 social media followers. Um, within that time frame, all these people were asking me, hey, Leonard, can you mentor me? Can you teach me how to do what you right. did? Or you're such an inspiration. You're this or that. And I'm like, are you sure you're talking to the right person? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, I know my background. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's great. And, like, that whole time, I was, like, in disbelief. But one day, it just clicked on me. I'm like, if everyone keeps asking me to help them do what I did, mm-hmm. why don't I just do that? That's my so business. I, yeah. So I started up Influence Tree. It's a course that teaches people how to go out there, build their brands, get featured in publications, and grow their social media following. And now, what this is, like, maybe four years in or something, I have over 500,000 social media followers, all these publications. That's All this weird stuff that's happened that would have never happened if I didn't start writing. I know that's just a really good story of like finding your frequency and, yeah. and finding it the hard way. You know, uh, you know, Jeff and I come from uh, kind of an old school mentality of you know school of hard knocks and you know working as hard as you can and putting in the hours and you know banging your head against the wall and failing and then succeeding Trials, and failing. Tribulations, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, the downfalls, the pitfalls. Are you the still rising are you, up? Are you still eating Seven Eleven burritos? I should go try one today, huh? I, you know, <laughs> it's funny because so reminisce. <laughs> I, I see the food truck drive by sometimes here at the studio, and I'm like, I would really love a deep fried burrito. Yeah, and then go in the hallway those, and plug in your microwave. Those food truck burritos are amazing. They are. <laughs> so, Leonard, That's what? Good you know, what are you working on right now? You know, I know that you're already, you know, uh, out there in the world and you're, you're helping people with brands and marketing and all of that good stuff. But what are, what are you doing right now? What, what's a project you're working on? Well, two weeks ago, I just spoke at TEDx UC Irvine. That was pretty neat. Nice. It was on the pursuit of greatness. My talk was on why you should let your fears guide you. That got really good feedback, so I'm waiting for that to be edited. I worked on getting some media attention for that. I have 13 features going out once that goes live, so that's going to be pretty cool. That's nice. awesome. Um, 
So uh, when, when when Forbes writes uh, writes about you or Brand Twenty Four or Entrepreneur Magazine, do they approach you and say, "Listen, Leonard, we want to do a story on you," or what is that all about? Ninety five percent of the time, they approach me. Yeah. Because they see me in a different publication, they notice what I'm doing on social media. They see me on the talk. They see something. Someone and talks about me. Of followers and all that good stuff. Yeah, and they get directed to me somehow. But yeah. then for these um, 13 features for the TEDx, that I lined up because I kind of wanted to make a big deal out of it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, so let me ask you, how important is consistency when you're building a social media audience? Well, consistency is pretty important. You have to be out there creating content all the time because, like, let's say, let's say I'm a normal person and I'm working at a big company and I don't have time to check social media all the time. Let's say I check it once every two weeks. Um, those days that I'm not checking, I'm going to forget about you. Then I'm going right. to remember you right back when I get into that feed. Mm -hmm. So if you're not creating content all the time, people are going to forget who you are. True. Very true. And do you have a recipe for success? Uh... One of the core things you have to do is kind of like how I had that discovery process when I went back and reflected throughout my life to figure out all my mistakes and figure out where my core um, story came from. You have to go out there and figure out what your core story is. You have to create a bio that's compelling. Like I see a lot of people go out there and what they'll do is they'll make their bio just like their resume. Right. But have you ever tried to read a resume? Yeah. It's, it's so boring, isn't it? <laughs> I've been through many. Yes, they are boring. Now I'm going to completely reevaluate the bio on my LinkedIn page. Thanks, Leonard. <laughs> it's true, though. It's, it's funny because that's what mine says. It's like, I do all of this stuff. Yeah. It's right, pretty right. much like a, a resume. <laughs> you just look at it. It's like nine pages deep. You're like, oh, crap. And I'm just going to go change it to like it. one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here reading it going, cool, he does stuff. How does that relate to me? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So uh, what you have to do is you have to put in, like, your personal quirks, things you like, things that are relatable to others. Like, back when I used to do car sales, I was told the first thing you have to do is meet and greet. The second thing you have to do is sell yourself. The third thing you have to do is sell your company. But so many people go out there and they try to sell their company first or do something else first, when really what they should be doing is selling themselves and building that connection. Selling yourself doesn't mean, hey, I'm the greatest person out there. I mean, right. hey, I, I like boats. Do you like boats too? I like dogs. Do you like dogs too? <laughs> like those are the kinds of conversations that you could have in person yep. where you could ask questions and be like, do you like this? Do you like this? Do you like this? Oh, me too. I did this last week. And you could start to build that affinity and liking for each other so you could communicate better. Nice. But then there's so many people online, they leave those things out and it just looks like, I don't know. Like paint drying on the wall. It's like boring. It's like, why do I want to look at this? <laughs> right, right. So it, would you say that's the most important thing that people mess up on uh, with maybe their profiles? Yeah, it's the biggest thing there is because, I mean, let's say I read like an amazing piece of content or I hop onto one of your uh, radio shows and listen to it. And I'm like, wow, this is absolutely amazing. I want to go learn more about Jeff and Ryan. Then I go to your bios and it's like, Jeff is a radio show host. 
he <laughs> works in XYZ state. And it's like dry and like oh, there's nothing there. Crap, I'm like, I better go look uh, at my uh, bio. <laughs> yeah, you're, actually, Jeff's bio is pretty good because it tells a story of where how Jeff got to where he is, you know, which I think is an important uh, piece, right? You know, because that, that story is something that other people can resonate with, you know, kind of like your story of, you know, failing and failing and failing and getting yelled at by grandma and the girlfriend and then kind of figuring that out with your reflection. That is a great, you know, kind of story of that leads up to where you are. And, uh, you know, I think that's important for people to kind of resonate with your story. Yeah, so I'll absolutely take a critique. (laughs) (laughs) So if you have a story there, that's going to get people to buy into you and want to get to know you more. So then that's that's how I see the process. One is the content you're creating. It leads them to to want to learn more about you. Uh, you need a link to your company in your bio. So if people want to learn more about you professionally, they go and learn more about you professionally. And that's where they go buy services. Most people, they just do it two phases. They just do the content, then the uh, buy. But then I'm not sold fully on you just by your content. I need to know who you are too. Because people do business with people they like, right? Yeah. And if I know you're an expert, but I don't know if I like you, there's a lower probability that I'm going to hire you, hire you to work with you. So very true. So yeah, I think the bio is the most important part. I mean, that doesn't really matter what content you create. You can create like memes, you can create inspirational stuff, you can create whatever it is. All you have to do is just stick to whatever you're making. Well, hey, Leonard, why don't you tell us a little bit uh, about Influence Tree uh, and, and about the course and, and how people can get connected with it? Sure. So the course, what it basically does is we broke it down week by week. You can't excel into the next week until you finish the first week's assignment. And the reason for that is because we want every single person who goes through the course to get immediate results with their brand. The first week, we have a post-it note exercise, which helps people discover exactly who they are. My business partner, Ryan Folan, came up with this concept. What you do is you get two different sets of post-it notes. Let's say one's yellow and one's green. On the first yellow set, you write down one word that describes you on as many as possible. So it could be like fun, uh, funny, exciting, leader, cocky, arrogant, whatever it may be. Right, you write right, down right. every single thing that you can to describe yourself. And on the second minute. set... Oh, one more minute. Yeah. Second set, you pass it out to all your friends, and you're like, hey, this is a <clears throat> right now one word two, and you go collect them. And now you group them together. Then the next lesson, what that does is it teaches you how to bridge that together. Then it teaches you how to make your bios, and it goes out there and teaches you how to make content to getting featured in publications, going social media following, yeah. and so forth. Awesome. So you go in the exact process you need to build up success. So Jeff and I are sitting here looking at each other while you're you're uh, guiding yeah. this. And, you know, uh, Jeff has been in the uh, media business for a really long time. I've been on the tech side of the media business for a long time. But, you know, I'm a terrible marketer, right? I, I just do technology stuff, but I can't tell you anything about marketing. Um, so uh, what, are, what do Jeff and I have to do to go and um, experience Influence Tree ourselves so we can come back and report back about how it impacted us and what we're doing with our radio show and with Voice America. Sure. I'll get you guys set up. Uh, send me an email, but for everyone else, you could go out there and go to influencetree.com. You could take a short quiz that asks you where you stand with your brand and you'll get to discover exactly where you are at right now. And the lesson plans will be able to teach you how to go out there and build massive success. Excellent. Awesome. Excellent. Leonard, listen, uh, thanks for being on the show. You were a fantastic guest, uh, and we will absolutely speak uh, sometime in the near future, but it was great having you, man. 
Perfect. Anytime. Let me know whenever you want to chat. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, you brought up some really cool topics as it relates to uh, marketing. And I want to bring you on maybe for one of our shows about blockchain and how that uh, is going to impact marketing and several other industries moving forward, because I think it's going to be a game changer coming down the pipeline. And thank you again for your time, Leonard. And one more time with the website. Influencetree.com. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Stay tuned. We come back from this commercial break with our next guest, Mr. John Duffy. You can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We got a live stream going there now. And of course, all over Twitter at Radio Ryan 1 at Jeff Spinney 2. Take a quick commercial break. Special thanks to Leonard. And we'll be right back right after these messages. Finding a frequency. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you're an influencer, you don't follow the trends. You set them. Voice America influencers are involved in creating change in personal and professional lives, collaborating and driving value to make our lives better. We have world-renowned thought leaders, speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, artists, and some of the most influential voices today. Listen in today to what they have to say. Engage in the conversation. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Answer the call. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. And I'm your co-host, Ryan Treasure. And joining us now, Mr. John Duffy. He is a film producer, director, professor, and motivational speaker. That's quite a quite a few trades up. He, is, he has produced over 25 featured films and is also very active in veteran support activities in the film industry. John shares a powerful message of overcoming all odds to succeed in life. He inspires others with a message that there is always a solution and that you can overcome all obstacles. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. John Duffy. John, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeff and Ryan. I'm uh, really excited to be on. Uh, look forward to talking with you guys. Absolutely. You know, it was great. Uh, you know, I know we kind of got together last minute. I was very glad that you were able to join us today. Um, listen, we the audience would love to know, of course, uh, Ryan and I would like a recap because we know each other. We've been out before. Uh, give the audience a little, uh, 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 a little who John Duffy is. Yeah, I'm a, a son of two Irish immigrants. I grew up in the South Bronx, one of the toughest, uh, na- yeah, toughest and poorest neighborhoods in America, mm. and uh, dropped out of high school when I was 15 years old, and from that point went on a journey. Uh, wasn't a lot of success models in my neighborhood or role models that I could uh, aspire to, so it took me a while to get uh, down the path, but eventually I went from that experience to getting to where I am today. I say from I went from the Bronx to Hollywood or from the ghetto to greatness, and um, in, in the process, uh, I've had a lot of jobs and a lot of uh, paths before I got to where I am now as a film producer and a professor and now working on my sixth lifetime as a, a motivational transformational speaker. Sixth <laughs> lifetime, I love it. That's the, quite, the, quite the variety uh, of just activities you got going on. Yeah, he's got a, a very common, not not common, but similar past as kind of our other guests. Where yeah. they, you know, you guys just went through a lot of different trials and tribulations to build up to where you currently yeah, are the today. Old school of hard knocks, you know, we're gonna <laughs> learn it the hard way, but we're gonna learn it, right? 
Oh, no, yeah. I've nobody done, said I've finding your frequency was easy. <laughs> I, no, it, it was not. I worked in the post office for five years as a mail handler. I drove a cab. I worked in factories. I've done a lot of serious hard work. Um, you name it, I've done it to get to this point. But right. it's, been a, it's been a journey, and that's part of life. So is there one consistent lesson you've learned from all the careers you've had? Uh, I don't – you know, the, the – I don't know so much from the careers. Uh, I learned I had a turning point in my life uh, when I was working in the post office back in um, the 80s, and I experienced a seminar with a guy by the name of Tony Robbins and did a fire walk. I think we know that. And one. that, you know, walked on hot coals on 34th Street in Manhattan on uh, a Friday night yep. and went back to the post office. I and saw decided pictures was, of that. Yeah, and I decided it was time to retire. I'd been there five years, and I figured that's enough for a, a lifetime. And <laughs> It changed my life because it gave me a perspective that I was 100% responsible for my life, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And at that point, I realized if I wanted to achieve anything, it was on me. And that was the point that took me from there to Hollywood. You know, and I like I like to hear a story like that because, you know, you see guys like Tony Robbins, who's been out there for such a long time, but he's still doing it, still strong as ever. You know, some people, you know, it's... You know, it's like looking at uh, God, and for other people, you know, they weren't weren't able to walk on the fire. So, you know, you got to have that built-in strength inside of you to be able to do something like this. So, kudos to you on that. Oh well, thank you, thank you. And and like you said, when I when when that experience for me, I was kind of stuck in life, and mm-hmm. I was stuck in my uh, experience. And then from that point on, kind of opened up my uh, vision of what was possible and what I could achieve if I put in the work. Right. And so I started to uh, you know make the changes, uh, adapt, and go after my dreams. And that's what allowed me to get from there to where I am today. Awesome. You know, John, you talk about you know following your dreams, and you know um, I'm a former uh, Navy guy. Uh, my father was in the army and I know that veterans and all of that that comes with it are extremely important to you. You know, how has your success enabled you to give back to the veterans and tell us a little bit about that cool event that you got to do a couple of weeks back. Well, there's been so many, my dad was, uh, joined the army, Irish immigrant, uh, joined the U S army and fought in the Philippines. So that was, um, my relationship to the military through him. He died when I was four years old. So I really never got to know him, but I got an opportunity to uh, produce some training videos for the U S Marine Corps. And when I did that, I, it kind of opened up a door for me because I got to meet some of the best young men and women I'd ever met in my life. And then once that door was open, all kinds of other opportunities came where people came and said, can you help support getting veterans jobs in the film and television industry? Can you help teach here and give back? And for me, it was a no brainer. It was like, of course, what can I do to help? Because this is a great group. Since that time, I've done everything from directing a uh, short film, The Flag, that was at the GI Film Festival, and also doing trainings with military vets out here with a couple of different groups, including this one group called VFT, which is Veterans in Film and Television, just made up about 3,000 military vets in Hollywood, and just one of the greatest groups that uh, I've ever seen, and I think in Hollywood, in my opinion. And so I've had a chance to do some trainings with them. And a couple of nights ago, I was at an event for them that I was invited to, that Gary Sinise spoke at, and that was also a very powerful uh, experience. Let me just tell you, you look like a total badass with a flak jacket (laughs) on in those pictures I saw. Oh, well, that's, that, that event was another, once again, a, a, a <laughs> blessing else. for me. 
they took me on a, I was one of um, about, I don't know, 40, 40 people that they took on Black Hawk helicopters on a VIP oh, tour cool of Fort Irwin. And they flew us out to the fort and they put us through a day to show what their experiences were like uh, for real. Of course, we were faking it. You know, we put the equipment on, we shot some uh, some weapons and everything, and they just gave us an experience. And once again, I met some amazing people. That's awesome. And um, it was a great time. Just a great oh, time. I would love to do that. So, uh, you know, uh, from New York and Walking on Fire to Hollywood and producing 25 films, um, is there a recipe to success uh, uh, to making 25 uh, films? Well, you know, I I guess the recipe for me is I came up with, you know, uh, early on in my thing, that a belief system that said that there always is a solution and that I would be the solution. So in my job as a line producer, you're always faced with challenges of every single type on a daily basis when you make a movie. And some people give up or some people say it's impossible. So when I hear something's impossible, that just uh, excites me because I know it's not impossible. I can find a solution. Right. So it's by having that mindset, I'm able to work with other people. And I may not have the answer. They may have the answer, and I get it from them. It's not like I know everything because I don't. But it's working with a team and always going after, you know, once you hear the problem, forget the problem. Let's go for the solution. Sure. So that, that to me, is one of the things um, that I, I really bring to life, that there always is that. And I always encourage other people. And, and also I encourage people I work with, even the vets. That is your mindset that really determines everything because you can learn a lot of different skill sets. Sure. But if you have the wrong mindset, if you don't have a mindset of leadership or a mindset of uh, overcoming obstacles and finding solutions, you'll give up. Sure. And if you have the right mindset, no matter how hard it is, you're going to get to the other side. So I guess that's the love recipe it. for success. Love it. Love it. And you, you got to be a creative thinker, I would imagine. Passion with purpose. Passion with purpose. Absolutely. So you've done extensive work with uh, youth. What's the one piece of advice you could give to a young person? Oh, that's it. Wow. Uh, I mean, I worked as, you know, uh, uh, another job when I first moved out here, I was a counselor for two years with runaway kids in Hollywood. Right. So uh, I've done that as well. Um, what piece of advice? You know, uh, once again, I think it's really taking responsibility for your life, realizing that you know, you have greatness in you, you have the ability in you, but you have to do the work. And if you take responsibility, you can find a way. If you never give up, if you're just determined, more determined than anybody else and you persevere, it, you'll find a way as long as you don't blame it on other people, don't you know, blame other people for your situation. Because I grew up in poverty. We all have things <laughs> that, that, that challenge us in life, but those are just obstacles on the path. And you just overcome them with the right attitude. So that's kind of what I would say is just, you know, believe in yourself and put in the work and, and get out there and grind. <laughs> there it yeah, is. that's there awesome. Is. I, I, had to, I had to give you a round of applause. That, yeah. was, that was great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play that for my daughter later. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, John, tell us about your new uh, film project, They Call Me Termite. Yes, this is probably, of all the films I've done, this is the one I am uh, most uh, passionate about for all kinds of reasons. It's based on a true story of a, a boxer from Houston, Texas, who fought for the championship on a dual card with Muhammad Ali. When Muhammad Ali had his last fight against Larry Holmes, he fought uh, against Saul Mamby for the championship and lost a contested decision. His life uh, kind of crashed with that. His career crashed and eventually turned his life back around. In 2003, 
buddies in the military called him up from Iraq and said, hey, uh, do you still have your extermination license? Because his dad was a pest exterminator. And he says, yeah, why? And they said, we want you to come over to Iraq, exterminate the military bases for bugs as a contractor. So he prays on it. He tells his wife, I think I'm being called to a mission. His wife said, God is not talking to you. Don't go to Iraq. And of course, he decides to go to Iraq. Now he's over there killing bugs on the military base, somehow gets into a beef with a colonel. They find out about his boxing and he starts training some of the soldiers in the morning. The provisional authority hears about it, and they come to him and say, what are the odds you can put to, together an Iraqi boxing team for the Olympics in 10 months? And he said, are you kidding me? The odds are a million to one. They said, great <laughs> odds. We don't need the million. We just need the one. Right, right. So now he's given the real mission of training these Iraqi kids for the Olympics. He has 10 months. He has to train them, qualify them, get Iraq back into the Olympics because it had been kicked out and not get killed by al-Qaeda. And in that 10 months, he pulls off the impossible, takes Iraq to the 2004 Olympics in um, Athens, Greece. And the movie is called They Call Me Termite, and we're out there trying to raise financing for it. Excellent. That sounds like a great movie, man. Yes, it does. Yeah, really cool. I really like the premise. And, you know... um, you know, from that story, you know, and he said, "Wife is not." The wife said, "God's not talking to you. Don't go to Iraq." And he went to Iraq. I'm, it's it's a good thing he followed his 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 passion, and and maybe God was talking to him. I, I think so. And you know what he did over there? He became a, a, a father figure and a, a big brother to all these Iraqi kids, and he became well loved. <laughs> and he risked he risked his life, and he had a close call, a couple of close calls. But he was there for a purpose, and he achieved that purpose. And I think that's a lesson for us. And He's one of the uh, inspirations in my life that I've met, and so that's why I'm so committed and passionate and wanting to see this movie get made because I think it will inspire others that when you're faced with uh, adversity, just keep going. Sure. I mean, yeah, and if, sure. that, if that guy can come from, you know, that space of, you know, losing the boxing match, you know, and then going to Iraq through all odds and training and, and getting people into the Olympics, which is not an easy feat whatsoever, um, while in the middle of a war zone, I'm pretty sure we can that's do what, anything. That's, that's one hell of a task. Yeah, you know, I mean, if, if that guy can do that, we could do anything. Months to you know uh, build you know you know find the fighters yeah. you know train them get them back to the Olympics uh, that's amazing. Yeah, now, it's an incredible story. And he said to me, he said, is this going to be impossible to get the movie made? I said, well, what's impossible is what you did. No one's shooting at me, so I got it pretty easy compared to you. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about the motivational speaking. Uh, obviously, a lot of what you talk, uh, there's a lot of motivation behind you know, the answers that you've given, uh, which obviously leads to motivational speaking. So tell us what you've been doing in the motivational speaking world. Well, I had a great opportunity, and some of this came through the uh, termite connection. We, we, uh, both termite and myself were invited to be VIP speakers at this event at NASA called U Mission Critical, and so we were uh, in Houston, Texas, and we were both VIP speakers there, and that kind of kicked me off on doing more speaking. So since then, I've done uh, a bunch of smaller speaking engagements out here, and I have uh, one coming up with uh, the same group tr- with Tracy Haynes out in uh, Notre Dame in July. And that's going to be the end of July 31st to August uh, 3rd, a four-day event at Notre Dame. That is uh, fantastic. I'll be one of the speakers. But I'll also be working on one of the VIP speakers. We're going to try and be putting a documentary together about his life as well. So a lot of of doors have opened up to me. And I've always kind of said that I need, you know, I was on my fifth life and I was looking for the motivational speaking (laughs) to be my sixth. And I think I'm on my sixth. Now maybe I'll be working on my seven. Yeah, right, right. Know. Seven, eight, nine's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always good to bring. It's always good to bring that camera with you. 
Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> All yes, right, listen, is. tell us about uh, the NASA project. Uh, what are you doing with NASA nowadays? Well, we just uh, we were there speaking. We um, we were invited to an event uh, called You Mission Critical, which was basically inspirational speaking on topics of success, money, um, uh, mindset, etc. And I was one of the VIP speakers, as ter- as was Termite. Uh, there was also other speakers there who actually worked for NASA. One of the former um, people who ran a lot of the NASA things spoke to us as, as well. So it was just a great opportunity to be there, meet the people, understand how NASA, you know, how you you make critical decisions in a space of a program and how that applies to our life sure. and how we have to make those same kind of critical decisions so that we end up going in the right direction and not the wrong direction. So all that was what that program was. So a great, it was a great opportunity for me to meet a lot of great speakers, authors, and connect with them going further down the in the future. So that was what that was. Well, you do not have a boring life, I'll tell you that. No, that God did not give me a boring life. That was for sure. Uh, uh, that's one thing I have not have not had a boring life. You know, hey John. So we got about four minutes here left before we have to close out the show. And uh, when I was out of town all week, so I didn't even know that we were interviewing you until I got to the office this morning. And Jeff called me at ten o'clock, and he's like, "Hey, here's what we're doing for the radio show today." And I was like, "Oh, sweet, John, that's awesome." <laughs> John didn't know he was doing the show. This morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, last time we were we uh, we met John, you turned me on to a really cool film that I really wasn't that into when I first saw that it came out, and then. I watched it and it was fantastic. So, um, but, you know, just on a short note, what movie have you watched lately that you would uh, tell all of our listeners to go watch? Well, I, I, I'm going to go with that one if you don't mind. Oh, go ahead. Uh, um, it, a lot of them, I've seen a few, and there's not a lot of movies that, it, but it, the name of the movie is Hacksaw Ridge, and I got a chance to go to a screening where one of the producers was there, and. It, once again, it tells the incredible story of this guy who was a conscientious object, a true story, and he ended up uh, fighting in World War II, and he couldn't carry a gun because of his belief systems, and so because of that, he caught a lot of hell, but he stuck to his beliefs, and he ended up rescuing, I think, 75 people and saving yeah. people's lives and becoming a true hero, and the movie is just uh, Mel Gibson did just such a great job with the movie, it's, but it's such an inspirational story that inspires us to the best of what we can possibly be, no matter what we do in life or yeah, what our right. attitudes are. It falls, and, right and, um, in li- it falls right in line kind of with uh, a similar mantra with what you're working on with They Call Me Termite with, you know, uh, a story of never give up, always follow your passion. Absolutely. Now, I'm, absolutely. Trying to think, I'm trying to think if I saw this movie or if I'm just picturing is it. I'm, I don't know. I, I think I saw the movie. I saw the, I remember, I saw the movie you know, right the, after you told me. It was, it's fantastic. And, he's, he's, up on a, he's up on a, a top of a mountain, and he has to, each time he goes and gets somebody, brings them back, and they take them down the mountain to save them, all these wounded soldiers, including some of the his uh, superiors who had brutalized them because they didn't like his uh, yeah. you know, conscience subject. They tried to court-martial I'm going to pull it again. I'm going to pull it again. I think I saw it. It's just it's one of those movies that, you know, uh, is worth always watching, I think, you know, for future generations as well, because it just shows you what a hero is in real life right. and just such a humble human being. You know, it wasn't nothing about him that was um, the narcissistic <laughs> type that unfortunately we see too much of today. But it was just really a humble human being who, right. who did something uh, to save others. 
John, you know what? I want to thank you for being on the show today. The, uh, you know, I know uh, we talked this morning, and uh, it's just so great to have. I wanted to have you on anyway. Uh, it just became sooner rather than later. But uh, awesome. Everything you're working on uh, is fantastic. Uh, is there one thing you want to tell our audience before we cut the show here, where to go find you or I would say connect with me at the moment. I'm in the process of putting uh, together uh, websites and all that, but LinkedIn, and I was listening to your previous show, which was excellent. Uh, LinkedIn um, is a good place to connect with me. John Duffy there. Facebook's a good place to connect with me, and that's probably the two places, and I I tend to connect with anybody who's kind of on the same path. So just reach out to me, and we'll connect. Any URLs? Uh, No. Oh, my email is uh, DuffSQFilm at Gmail. That's my... uh, Awesome. All right, I'm going to give it to Ryan. Well, hey, we really appreciate you being on, John. What a great guest you are. Great insights to all the things that you've worked on, are working on. And and thank you so much for the uh, feedback on the film. You guys go check out Hacksaw Ridge. And, of course, you can Google search John Duffy and find out all the cool stuff that he's working on. Thanks for tuning in to Finding Your Frequency today. You guys can check us out all over social media, Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. And, of course, all over Twitter at Radio Ryan 1 at Jeff Spinney 2. And we're here finding our frequency. Stay tuned, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. It's staff and management.